This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So what do these three phrases have in common? I have a dream. It's the economy, stupid. You had me at hello. I'll let you think about that over the break. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, NatureBox. They've come back, and I'm really happy because I love NatureBox snacks. In fact, my family loves NatureBox snacks. We got our new box on Memorial Day weekend, and the first one that they pulled out that everyone was dying to try was whole wheat apple pie figgy bars. That's whole wheat apple pie figgy bars. And I only ended up getting a tiny, tiny, tiny morsel of a taste because they were gone before I had a chance to get anything more. So before you head out the door, you're going to want to toss one or two of these individually wrapped bars into your bag. They're really easy to travel with. For us, we took them kayaking with us on Memorial Day weekend. We also took them to the beach. Apparently, I didn't know that. They told me that the taste was like whole wheat and spiced apple. And it was similar to the classic fig bar, except for it had this, again, this whole wheat and spiced apple taste. I only had this tiny, tiny little morsel when they first came. I said, oh, let me try that. And I was expecting to be able to have more, but it was too big of a hit in our house. Well, how can you get NatureBox? You can order for yourself. You can get it in three different sizes, and they're at three different price points. They have the Deluxe Snacker, a Happy Snacker, and a Smart Snacker. And your monthly box always ships free. Of course, except for the uh, Hawaii and Alaska. And, and then each bag has three to five servings of a snack that's within it. The first one that they ate out of this month's box was the whole wheat apple pie figgy bars. They were definitely a big hit. And I think they're great, again, because they're individually wrapped. You can take them with you wherever you go. You can just throw them in your bag and have them ready to go for the kids or for the family. I'd like to encourage you to check out our sponsor's offer. It's really a great deal. You can get... Nature Box each month sent to your house, and you can discover smarter snacking and get 50% off your first box when you go to naturebox.com forward slash QDT. That's 50% off your first box when you go to naturebox.com forward slash QDT. So, what did those lines have in common? Well, it was a bit of a trick question. It's just the fact that those lines are memorable. In fact, I'll bet you could instantly tell me who said each of them. I have a dream, Martin Luther King Jr. James Carmel, which, who was the strategist for the Bill Clinton campaign, he said, it's the economy, stupid. And of course, Dorothy in the movie Jerry Maguire said, you had me at hello. In the communication world, we call these catchphrases or slogans or mantras. And I believe that when it comes to memorability, the catchphrase is king. Why is that? Because they're simple phrases that are meaningful and they're repeated. And catchphrases can make your message more memorable. Okay, before I go on, think of a catchphrase that you remember hearing when you were a kid. It could be a commercial jingle, a politician's favorite phrase, or something your teacher or your mother always said to you. I'm going to date myself, of course, again, but I occasionally still find myself saying, don't bring home the bacon, bring home the sizzling. Of course, you can feel free to YouTube that one if you don't know what I'm talking about. I also sometimes sing, I've said this before, I am stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid stuck on me. And of course, they've changed that recently. If you've noticed that they say, I am stuck on Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid stuck on me. 
And of course, I sing that every time I put on an adhesive bandage. <laughs> a friend of mine told me that her mom used to always quote motivational speaker Zig Ziglar when she complained about being bored. And she'd say, the mother, of course, would say, if you act enthusiastic, you'll be enthusiastic. And I hear myself repeating two very common household catchphrases, in or out, but shut that door. And girls, remember, laughing leads to crying. That last one's especially for my sister, Debbie. I'm sure she's laughing right now listening to this. In any case, the point is catchphrases stick with us. And sometimes they stick with us forever. So if you're interested in having your audience remember what you have to say, particularly when you're giving a presentation, you can drive home your point and engage your listeners if you can find the right mantra or the right catchphrase to present your message. It's funny, last night I was folding my clothes. I always put on the TV when I'm folding clothes and I stumbled on Duck Dynasty. And I, this is true. As soon as I turned onto the station, one of the characters said, you have to have a good catchphrase. And then they went over to the, the main guy. Um, I don't know his name, the main Robertson. He says, happy, happy, happy. And then they, of course, Sai always says, hey, hey. And they showed a couple scenes of him saying hey all the time. So, of course, I don't mean that kind of catchphrase. But still, it makes those people memorable by using those catchphrases. Of course, from an academic standpoint, I also interviewed Jeremy Donovan recently. He's the author of How to Deliver a TED Talk, and he has a chapter in his book about catchphrases. And he told me that if you can't express your message in under 12 words, then you don't know what you're speaking about. And I completely agree with that. He also said that a catchphrase is by far the best way to get your point across because, again, it's short, simple, and easy to remember. He said, in fact, this is a quote, the best talks have a repeated catchphrase. He said that the catchphrase is repeated, but not repeated too often. Instead, you should sprinkle it through your talk at the beginning, the middle, and the end. Particularly for, for political speeches, catchphrases or slogans can make them more powerful. And for corporate presentations, certainly you can make them more memorable. So I'd like you to use catchphrases, particularly because simple is awesome, particularly when it comes to memorability. So let's look at Simon Sinek's TED Talk. It's called How Great Leaders Inspire Action. You've probably seen this speech before. And Jeremy Donovan, by the way, recommended this talk when I asked him for an example of a good use of a mantra. He told me that Sinek makes use of two mantras to get his point across. And you may remember, even right now, you may be thinking, he says what? Right, start with why. So Sinek's premise is that great leaders and innovators don't start with what or how, they start with why. So why is Apple so innovative? Why did Martin Luther King Jr. become the leader of the civil rights movement? Why did the Wright brothers succeed in human flight when others who were better funded fail? Sinek drew a diagram that had the words how and what in rings in a circle with the word why in the very middle. And throughout his talk, he would point to the word why over and over, giving us a visual representation of his mantra. So then once the audience understood the importance of why, Sinek introduced his next catchphrase, which was, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. I'm going to repeat that because it's important. People don't buy what you do they buy why you do it. So I counted at least six repetitions of the phrase in his speech. In the speech, you can see he would tell a story, 
Then he'd use that phrase. Then he'd tell another story. Then he'd use the phrase again. And each time he said it, he tapped the word why in the diagram. So you can see that Simon Sinek's catchphrases were extremely effective in getting his point across. No one would leave that talk and forget what it was about. And that's the power of a catchphrase. Let's look at another example. This one comes from one of my clients, a rabbi. And he was looking for help crafting his message for a sermon. And he described the content, and then we came up with this mantra. Development is evolutionary, not revolutionary. We then introduced the catchphrase at the beginning of the sermon, and it was then repeated at the end of each section of his talk, and it acted as both a transition and then a repetition of the main idea. It was short, it was simple, and easy to remember. And this mantra also made use of the rhyming words to make it a little stickier. The idea for the mantra, the slogan, or the catchphrase is to have the words roll around in the head of your listeners for many hours or even days or even months or years later. There's one very well-known example, I'm sure you remember this one, has rhyming words catchphrase that was used by attorney Johnny Cochran. You may remember it was, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Again, this rhyming catchphrase, and that was back in 1995, and I'll bet most of you remembered instantly that he was referring to the glove that was introduced into evidence in the infamous O.J. Simpson murder trial. Not only did the phrase help the defense win the case, it became one of the most famous catchphrases of all time. And I think good catchphrases, like good commercial jingles, echo the main idea, and then they get stuck in our head. So in today's episode, we looked at some examples of well-crafted catchphrases and how they can make your point stick. The bottom line is this. Use a catchphrase because simple is awesome. And now that you know how important a good catchphrase is, stay tuned to The Public Speaker when in another episode, I'll talk about how exactly you can create one of these catchy slogans for your next presentation. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. If you want even more success in your life, I invite you to listen to my other podcast, Smart Talk, Inspiring Conversations with Exceptional People. Recently, I spoke with author of Give and Take, Adam Grant. He's a Wharton professor over at University of Pennsylvania, and we had an interesting conversation. There was a point in the conversation at 24 minutes where it gets not heated, but a little interesting in our conversation. So you may want to take a listen to that. Also, for those of you who are interested in podcasting, I am going to be working with my friend Jeff Brown of the Read to Lead podcast. For more information, go over to lisabmarshall.com forward slash academy. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash academy. Today's episode is sponsored by NatureBox. Mmm, the great tasting and very, very yummy snacks delivered right to your door. We got our box on Memorial Day weekend, so you can just forget stopping at the convenience store. Just pack these in your bag and you'll have great snacks for your summer activities. You can support this podcast and get 50% off your first order. Go to naturebox.com slash QDT. That's naturebox.com slash QDT to get 50% off your first order. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. 
Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>